Yo, welcome to the No Hezzy Hoopcast, everybody. This is Marcus. Uh, I'm one third of the crew here, and I'm excited to be on, excited to have you on today to talk all things hoops. Uh, but before we get started, man, we got to hear from the fellas to hear how they are doing. So we're going to start with Black, man. How are you doing on this uh, Sunday afternoon? Well, you know, man, I, I got a bone to pick with you, big brother. Okay. Let's, I got let's a bone go. to pick with you. All right. <laughs> you know, listen. I love and respect the fact that you are black, you are married, and you are debt free. I right. love that. <laughs> but I'm not gonna stand for you flexing on me and Malik with a 4K camera, looking glossy, <laughs> you know, and and a thousand dollar mic, sounding like sounding like Hova. I'm not gonna allow that. All right, I gotta speak out about that. All right. Uh, I, I get I'm doing you. good, fellas. How, how, how are you? Man, I'm good. Lee, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, I second that with Black. I mean, I am in need of a new mic and camera, apparently. All right. You got this dude, Mark, looking like an avatar, looking like a, uh, somebody like he's shooting on an avatar camera. All right. You know, I'm just <laughs> trying to bring that. Black are on Nokia phones. <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to bring that value to the to the viewer. So, but uh, fellas, man, we got a lot to get to, man. I want to hear y'all uh, y'all narratives on a few topics. Um, so let's let's get let's get started. We're talking. We're gonna start with Luka Doncic. Luka is playing unbelievable right now, and uh, we're gonna talk about it here. Black, I'm going to start with you, man. What do you think about where Luka is, uh, you know, on the on the upper echelon of NBA players? I mean, is is he that guy? Is 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 this his time right now? Listen, we are three pods in. We are three pods in, and we're just now talking about what this man has been doing since the start of the season. And 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 I apologize to the no hezzy community because we're not doing our jobs. All right, Luka Doncic. Is 12 games into the season, and he scored 30 points or more in all 12 games. Dang. He's in yeah. hollow territory right now. He's in a goat-like trajectory, Yeah, and he's just going up. He's going up. And I think, Leek, he is trying to challenge Ja Morant, your pick for MVP this season. Yeah. This yeah. kid is dying. I got no doubt life. about that. <laughs> Now that being yeah, said, I'm with you Luka, know, man. That that oh, being said, ahead, I, don't I know. thought you, you you took that little pause like you was done bloviating. You got to <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to I just wanted to to point out the fact that that doesn't mean that Dallas is going to be doing anything of of note uh come postseason. Mm -hmm. But so far, Luka Doncic is taking the world by storm. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. Lee, what's, what's your thoughts, man? So I got, I got Luca's numbers up right now for the season, uh, 34, 9, and 8. That's where Ooh. he's at right now. Good. Um, sh shooting 49, basically 50% from the field, which is extremely good, especially for a perimeter player. But he is shooting 28% from three. And, and this kind of continues that talk about Luca's three-point shot selection. He's shooting eight threes a night making about 28% of them. I, I feel like if Luca just if Luca just stopped belling teams out by taking that deep three mm. so much or taking that step back three, 
he probably averaged 40 points a game. Mm. Uh, but it is incredible to watch. And, you know, I don't, I, I kind of don't pay attention to Luca closely during the regular season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he is who he is at this point. Mm-hmm. We see how he works the game. We see how he's effective. We see his effectiveness is sustainable. He's consistently dominating on a night-to-night basis. You know, it's pretty much like the white Jordan, basically, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, he has a, a legend and some type of, like, a, some type of, like, a mystique to him. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, with that being said, I, I, don't, I don't care about it. I don't care about it. <laughs> doesn't move the needle. <laughs> it doesn't move the – I need to see Luka in the playoffs. And he does show up in the playoffs, but yeah. what I'm saying is I need to see him – win in the playoffs i don't care about all this 30 points a game 40 49 from the field i need to see you take your team elevate your players elevate your teammates to a level that they could not reach without you and quite frankly i think luca plays goaded in the playoffs but that doesn't necessarily mean his team is going to play good luca's success doesn't necessarily equal team success now, yes, they did get to the Western Conference Finals last year. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. But you don't, you, you don't have to say. I was gonna right? call it a question your narrative. <laughs> now, now, to me, the Suns dropped the ball. That's mm. what happened with that. The the Dallas Mavericks were not supposed to win that series by any means. The Suns dropped the ball. Luke, I mean, uh, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Monty Williams, all those guys failed miserably last year. <laughs> with that postseason run. So I don't even like Luca wasn't supposed to be there in my opinion. So I need to see him do it again. Basically. That's, that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this though. Let me ask y'all this. Uh, cause, cause you know, you pointed something out. I mean, Luca is going to ball out. That is without question. Uh, those other guys on his team, it's hit or miss, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys right. think that one, do you guys think that he needs more help? And if so, what what help do you think he needs? And then two, do you think that Luca is the type of player that could have a, a you know an all star number two, um, and be able to share some of that spotlight with him, uh, or do you think Luca is just simply a relegator? He relegates guys to you know catch and shoot, mm-hmm. uh, off ball scores. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, I think, uh, and we talked about it a little bit off mic, but I put Luca in a certain class of player. I put him, uh, AI, uh, to a certain degree before <laughs> he went to the Lakers, Westbrook. Like, these are guys that are Hall of Fame players, transcendent, but they they wouldn't thrive with another uh, either 1A or 1B. I feel like they only work in the situation that they're in where they're the man, they can get their numbers, they'll have some success winning-wise, but ultimately it's going to be hard for them to, to get it over the hump. I, I definitely don't think he would be good with a, you know, with a, a, a 1A or 1B, you know. So I don't know, man. I think he's in that special group where it's like, nah, he, he has to be solo, and, and that's just what it's going to be for him, you know what I mean? If he does get over the hump, it may be later in his career on a chip, chip run kind of vibe but his numbers will be insane and he will be a hall of famer yeah i'm kind of with you mark i mean if 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 the guy the guy's got to be playing with guys with uh 
straight role mentality. He he would he would turn any one B into a straight role player. Yeah, he would relegate him. He's like with the relegator, <laughs> like with that Denzel font. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like starring Luka Doncic in the relegator. You know, He's like directed by Antoine Fuqua. Like that, that, that's that's all it's gonna be. He's gonna relegate any guy. Nobody's gonna be able to 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 cook with Luca. And the reason why is because what is Luca gonna do? Just stand off to the yeah. side while you do that. Luca's not cutting. Luca's not setting no screens, right? Luca's not setting any back. He's not doing any backdoor backdoor cuts. Luca's not doing any of that. Luca will not do any of that. So what's a guy gonna do? Just dribble the ball around while Luca is just like. Right. Right. standing there it's it's, right, right. it's 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 not it's not realistic so just well, like mean, james you, harden mm-hmm. what do you guys think about somebody Luka, like a, like a brad bill don't need the ball something to like be that super effective like but yes you know. something like that would be closer to working yeah 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 that, that, that that'd be interesting similar to what he was with porzingis like a a star that you know is okay taking a second, you know, number two Listen, position. Bradleyville has no problem, yeah, letting someone drive his bus. A uh, Paul George, very, very clear you know what I'm saying? That. Brad Brill, Paul George, they would be right. they would might fit with him, you know what I mean? Right, right, good, right. but I'm cool with being number two. I don't, I don't aspire to anything I, more. I still think the uber quick aggressive guard fits with Luka, mm. like the one who doesn't take long to to realize that he wants to attack. Yeah. I think a player like and this is not like the sexiest player to name, ironically because that's in his name, but <laughs> Colin Sexton. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I feel like a guy like that, <laughs> a guy like that who just you know as soon as he gets the ball, he's going, he's putting pressure mm-hmm. on the defense. You know, somebody like because Luca likes to be methodical. Right. He likes to pick and choose, you know. He likes to hunt out the matchups. If you got another guy who's just going 100 miles an hour, you know, down your throat, out your neck, I think that type of guard can, can be successful, Luka, and it doesn't have to be a huge name. The problem is there's not Basically, many of like those. Basically, like the guy got, they just got rid of? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say – no, I wouldn't say that. No, that, that's – that's that's no, absolutely not. Brunson? Because Jalen Brunson, is he's a floor general. He's, he's, not a, he's not like an attacking guard like that. Jalen Brunson's he, natural, I mean, I, natural. You're gonna keep he, cutting he off my narratives, Black. <laughs> you're gonna keep cutting off my narratives. I'm just saying he put pressure on the defense, is all. Yeah, but he's not an attacker though. He's more of a uh, um, a game manager. He's a point guard. That's what he is. He's not. He's not like a scoring guard who's putting pressure on the D all night. You you want to push back on that real quick or what? <laughs> no, I was just throwing that okay. out there. All right. <laughs> All right, fellas. In the midst of my narrative. (laughs) (laughs) At the expense of your narrative. (laughs) Y'all, we're going to have plenty of time for uh, narratives to be be had, especially with this next topic, y'all, because this gentleman came out with Luca or his team. You know, the team I'm getting ready to talk about, the the leader of the team, came out in Luca's draft class. But let's talk about the Hawks, man. Are they moving the needle or or, are they – are they for real? They have uh, acquired Murray, Dejounte Murray, this past year. So, what y'all thinking about them, man? Are the Hawks for real or not? Leak, we start with you. Uh, the Hawks, I I do think the Hawks are are, are a solid team. Uh, they're they're uh, 
I think they're top five in the East right now, which mm-hmm. is super early. So I mean, it don't it don't really matter. It don't really mean much. But they look they look pretty good to me. They look like a team that's going to get better as time goes on. Yeah. And I can see them definitely competing with the upper echelon of the East if Trey Young is on it, if John Collins is playing his role, and if uh, Dejounte Murray is thriving with the team, which it seems like all those things are on their way to happening. So I I, I, I think I think they're legit. Yeah, what you think, Black? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just looking at their uh, like their team stats and stuff like that right now. I mean, I feel like you know we. We play this game, you know, every 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 season with them where, you know, we either underrate or overrate them. Uh, but I do think that this season, especially with the acquisition of, of DeJounte, who like really, you know, I think he's a great co-star for a Trey Young. I do think that this is sustainable. I think that they have the ability uh, to win some some tough games against you know some of the top teams on the east and and kind of foil some plans for some guys in the playoffs uh you know just based on the fact that trey young is 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 already proven that there's no spotlight too great i think i think with the acquisition of Dejounte, kind of takes some of that pressure off of him defensively um you know Dejounte is kind of reminding me of you know he's in that rondo He's a more offensively gifted version of that, but he's in that Rondo category where he doesn't mind guarding your best perimeter guard. Matter of fact, he relishes that opportunity uh, and it pops off while doing it. So I, I like that that backcourt. Um, I think if John Collins remains happy and fed, you know, him in addition to Capella uh, and, and Hunter, uh, I think – I think, you know, they've got a, a, a pretty deadly lineup that could do some work come playoff time. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys. I think, uh, I mean, let's not forget here, uh, Trey, Ice Trey was John Morant before John Morant. I mean, let's just keep it 100. They, they went to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, what was it, two years ago or a year or so ago? Uh, yeah. against Milwaukee and actually I think they won a couple games so they, they they have what it takes and I think like you're saying Black DeJounte really makes he really helps Trey Young on what he was you know his 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 biggest shortcoming which his was deficiencies. on the deep yeah his deficiencies so I'm excited I think you know I think it'll be good for the league to, it's always good to have a uh, you know, new teams kind of on the come up, and I'm, I want to see what the Hawks do, man. Absolutely. I'm kind of excited about it, especially in the East. So yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see. Any other thoughts on the on the on the Hawks? Do they move the needle? I guess that's what I want to know. What, what do y'all think about? I think they, I think they move the needle for me. Um, I think, I think you know, it's very easy to sleep on them because mm-hmm. of where they're at right now. They're, you know, they're kind of in that middle of the pack lane. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll see as we get closer to the end of the season that these guys are for real, that we'll have won some, some pretty big games. And I think they will be in that same conversation with the Clevelands, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Phillies, like some of those teams that are kind of slow to start right now, uh, Cleveland withstanding, but you know, by the end of the season, they'll probably be in that same combo. Yeah. 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 I, I think, uh, I think the Luke, uh, the Trey young, 
and DeJounte Murray pairing, it's I think it, it is a success already. Uh, Trey Young is averaging like 27 and 9 or 10, and DeJounte is averaging 21 and 8. Man. So it seems like they're both they're both feeling comfortable in the offense. Mm-hmm. And defense, you know, that, that's something that gets better as the season goes on as far as team defense. DeJounte's already averaging like two steals a game. So he's, you know, he's already on top of it. So I I think I think they are us they are real and that tandem is a success as of right now. Yeah. Absolutely, fellas. Well, I want to talk about some of the forgotten soldiers, man. Since I mean we just had Veterans Day, you know what I mean? So let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about about some of the NBA veterans, man, especially the big men. Uh, We got Dwight Howard, who's going to be playing over in Taiwan. Uh, We had DeMarcus Cousins, who's begging his ex to take him back. (laughs) Y'all, what's going on with the the OGs in the league? Uh, Do we feel sorry for them? What are our thoughts on, like, a Dwight Howard or a DeMarcus Cousins that just can't seem to get find a spot in in today's NBA? Uh, Black, I'll start with you. You know, I I I think, man, I, I watched the video first and foremost, and I think we have the video of Dwight Howard announcing uh, his signing to the Taiwan Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> this is not yeah, a joke, it. folks. <laughs> Yo, <that> was- <laughs> this is not a joke. All right. We're going to watch that video here shortly, uh, and then I'll give you my thoughts. If we locked in, ain't no switching up. Man, I'm not sure if there was there's more than that. There's him arriving. There's a there's like, an I'm gonna just read his caption. Yeah, there's an announcement vid, but yeah. I appreciate each and every one of the people that genuinely want to see me win. For anyone that has been a fan of me, real to me, and who has been loyal throughout my life, I want to say thank you. Let's stay locked in. My goal is to put smiles on people's faces all across the world and spread positivity. So being able to play the sport I love while accomplishing that goal is a blessing. Taiwan Superman is on the way. Uh, so, yeah, so essentially Dwight Howard is is now officially a professional wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and go ahead, Black, because I'm going I'm gonna, I think you actually sent me a clip of Dwight, so I'm gonna get that clip real okay. quick. Specific one that you said. <laughs> no, uh, I, I think uh, after after watching this, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I started going down a dark rabbit hole a little bit mm. of thought, and, and it, it led me to you know, like you said, Demarcus Cousins. It led me to Isaiah Thomas. Mm. It led me to uh, Carmelo Anthony. Mm. I, I feel like I'm just going to come out and say it. The NBA does not care about its veterans. Mm. The NBA does not care about it. It's 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 X stars. Mm. When you're on top, the NBA loves to put you on on commercials on advertisements, on highlights, on Sports Center, They love to use you when you're uh, at your peak, when you're in your prime. But the moment you fall off, just a little bit, you're OTL. And we're seeing that mm. with Dwight Howard. 
I cannot believe. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know that Dwight Howard isn't the most likable player in the NBA. I know he's not, you know, he's not what we were hoping he'd be when he was in Orlando. But I cannot believe that this guy who, for all intents and purposes, should be top 75. Yes. I think a lot of people will argue that he should be top 75. I find it hard to believe that he can't find a roster spot in the NBA. Not one. Not a single team could use a Dwight Howard. Not one single team. I mean, this guy, he 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 was an ambassador for the sport. Yeah. He won a dunk contest. He was always in a good mood, always all smiles, always willing to talk to the media. I think this is a bad look for the NBA, fellas. And and I'm going to let you guys get in on this, but I cannot believe that Dwight Howard is not only OTL, but he's playing for the Taiwan Tigers. (laughs) He's not even in in Beijing. (laughs) He's not even in Istanbul. You know what I mean? He's not in Spain playing for, you know, Madrid. No, Darusa (laughs) Faka. <laughs> this is a bad look for the NBA. And, and if I'm Adam Silver, you know, I, I, I got to be looking at this as a huge problem moving forward. These guys have given everything to the NBA. They've made it to the end of their career. They deserve a proper retirement plan. They deserve to make a roster, even if they're not going to be playing. I mean, hell, DeAndre Jordan's in the league. DeAndre Jordan has a roster spot. You mean to tell me Dwight Howard isn't better than DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> I- I'll leave it up to you guys, man. man I'm going to go ahead and run the video real quick just so we can get a little bit of context as to uh, Black's uh, talking point. One second. Taiwan, this is Dwight Howard, a.k.a. Superman, and I am so, so excited, and I can't wait to touch down in Taiwan and start playing for the Taiwan City Leopards. This is my third time in Taiwan. I haven't been in so long. I can't wait to see the fans, eat the food, and have the best time ever and bring a championship to Taiwan City. Let's go. It's time to go, baby. Get up. I'll see you in Taiwan City, baby. Ah, Leopards. Teammates, I can't wait to meet you guys. Staff, everyone. I'm coming with open arms, with big hugs, and big smiles. I love you. He's really selling that thing, ain't he? Man, this is it's almost sad, fellas. Wow. Lee, go ahead. <laughs> oh man. That's wild, man. I mean, what do I say to that? I mean, I mean, he he the Negro looked Taiwanese in that video, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> he started he started looking Taiwanese for a little bit. <laughs> Look, man, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100, man. <laughs> Yo, I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> I ain't got no problem with it, man. Look, man, you got to you gotta, you gotta go where you're wanted, all right? <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm picking up. <laughs> I think the Honorable Louis Farrakhan told that to Kyrie, even. You know what I mean? You got to be where you wanted, man, not where you tolerate it. Right. So, 
Dwight Howard, you know, made a business move, an executive decision even, you know what I mean? And decided to take his career in his own hands rather than leave it in the hands of someone else, whether if, if they want him or not. You know what I mean? Dwight Howard said, I'll go get me a woman that wants me, all right? <laughs> or or whatever Dwight's into, you know what I mean? He'll go get, he'll go get, he'll go get, you know, the, the, the mate that wants him, all right? <laughs> The partner, <laughs> the partner. Yeah, he'll get, he'll get he'll get the partner that you know that desires him to be around. You know, what I mean? uh, so I got no problem with it. You know, Dwight probably seen the the success that he probably saw. Uh, uh, Taco Fall in, in in the Chinese league. I think Taco uh, Falls in the Chinese league. Is he? Ta- I, Taco I, I, Falls. I'm not sure. Oh, Taco Falls looking like looking like it man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Taco Fall is dominated. All right, all right. I I can't believe you guys you guys didn't know that Taco Fall is like he. Come on, come on, Lee. Come on. No, he is. He's he's looking like he's like bro. I need highlight proof now. I need highlight proof now. I got you. I got you. Taco (laughs) Fall is looking goaded wherever he's at. I'm not even sure where he's playing at right now. It's it's somewhere 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 uh, far away, but. Taco Falls looking amazing right now. Oh, As a matter man. of fact, I got I got you right here. So so the, so this is what Dwight saw. I think you did do that. That made him say, "All right, you know, let, let me let me see what I can do." Right, right. Exactly right. Right. I mean, compression pants. We've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got. And honestly, he's got a whole nother level of confidence over there. Look at him. Look at him. He's literally look. He's dominated. Look. Yeah. Dominated. Yeah. I think, I think there's even a play where he's running the floor with the ball in his hand, like. And the crowd goes crazy when he makes these plays. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like. He's like Shaq over there, basically. You know? Yeah. So I think wow. Dwight might have seen Dwight might have seen this and said, "All right, you know, this I can do something day. like that in Taiwan, basically." Mm-hmm. Right. Man. But Lee, don't so, you yeah, think? Yeah, Taco Falls looking like a deity. Don't you think though? It's 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 less of an indictment on Dwight Howard. He's doing what he has to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's right. more an indictment on the NBA not taking the care and proper respect of his. Fallen goats, you know. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was formerly Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was formerly jumping over cars and uh, wearing capes and dunking on people, right? <laughs> grabbing grabbing stuff off the top of the backboard. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was entertaining us for years, man. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's sad to see that to end his career rather than you know find himself on, you know, a contender of some kind, whether he's getting minutes or not. That isn't, he, that, I don't think that's the issue. I don't think he has an issue with that. But rather than see that, we're seeing him go out on the Taiwan Leopards, man. Black, I think you're you're right. Uh, and I think the NBA missed a great opportunity to partner or at least, uh, what did they do in the political world uh, when you endorse? There you go. To at okay. least endorse the big three, which See, you're seemed, podding now. You know what See, I mean? Which now seemed, you're getting into a bag. <laughs> which seemed like a good uh kind of retirement home 
for those type of players that really still want to play, still have that passion to compete, but can't compete on the NBA level. And I think they missed the opportunity. I mean, uh, Ice Cube has talked about how they really trying to get him out the market share. Like they don't even want him in that space. And I just think if the NBA would just simply endorse, they don't have to put their name on it, but just like, yeah, you know, this is something we, we, we back, so to speak. I think that could, that would just do exactly what you're saying they should do. And so it is unfortunate, man, you know, to see Dwight Howard, like, especially people from our generation, y'all, we, we getting, you know, late thirties and stuff. It's like, these are our guys that we watch coming to the league. And now they just like, they, they playing in Taiwan. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like make you feel old as, as the viewer. Right. But yeah, I think something like that would go a long way. So I think that you raise a good point on that, Black man. So yeah, look, I, mean, I can look, see if I your brother was a cancer. Right. I can see if he was a cancer. You know. Leak. <laughs> leak. <laughs> <laughs> unless leak, unless you have some info that I don't know about. <laughs> well, I'll just say this. Tell you? Brothers ain't chomping at the bit to add Dwight to their locker room. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you have a reason it, for whatever reason you know Dwight Howard is not the first guy that players are, are running to you know acquiesce for a team to sign all right let's just say that <laughs> let's just say that nobody's making the call for Dwight right nobody's making the call and listen I saw the NBA pension plan all right yeah you don't feel bad for Dwight all right <laughs> don't feel bad for Dwight there we Dwight go. is just fine all right I mean, Dwight's probably made. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't say a number. Uh, matter of fact, I'll get a number. I think uh, he was. So Dwight. Yeah, as of go ahead, pull that up, Lee. I know as of last year, LeBron was the most paid tenured player, and Dwight was number two when oh, they both right. were in the league mm. last year. Okay. Okay, so so I'm looking it up right now as far as uh, NBA contracts. Dwight's made 200. He's he's on the books for 245 million dollars over the course of his career. So man, he's made plenty. Listen, man, you can imagine how that man is living in Taiwan. All right, right. <laughs> he's looking like a deity in Taiwan. That's for he's sure. Looking like a deity in Taiwan. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that that guy's living scenarios. He's probably so excited because that house that he's getting built and then plans that he that he that he uh, checked off on them blueprints. Mm-hmm. He's, that's probably why he's so excited to live out there. <laughs> so, Mark, I, I he do got love it, he got it. Hey, he got him his partner, and they're going out to Taiwan <laughs> to live in, in as, as plush of an environment as you can imagine <laughs> with your little feeble American mind. <laughs> Mark, I, I love that idea though about uh, the big three. Um, I think we kind of we might have even talked about that off mic mm-hmm. a couple seasons ago about how. NBA already has its G League, you know. We we spoke on how they should hitch their wagon to that instead of going through the college system. Mm-hmm. This big three would be a great retirement plan for guys who aren't ready to, to hang it up but also mm-hmm. aren't getting minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would be a good opportunity for them. It's the prestige for me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no, no knock on Taiwan, no knock on Dwight Howard for making that choice. But the optics just don't look great considering where he came from you yeah. know what i mean how we viewed him before so that yeah. was all that, that that was all i was trying to say but shout out to dwight howard man yeah absolutely man we wish him the best uh so we're gonna shout go from, yeah we're gonna go from that era of ogs to a 
another era of OGs. And we're going to be talking about MJ and Isaiah Thomas, big Isaiah Thomas, still <laughs> beefing after all these years, man. Uh, you know, as, as a brother, you know, I, you hate to see, it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but boy, is it entertaining. Uh, Listen, these are Negroes we supposed to be looking up to, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, Zeke doubled down. So let's get his let's get his quote exactly. Uh, I think Leek pulling it up here. Hold on, y'all. Yeah. See. So, uh, I, so I got a I got a SportsIllustrated.com. You know, old media. I got I got that link pulled up, and um, here's here's the quote from Isaiah Thomas, or some of it, I should say. As he did tweet out, my full quote, don't shorten it or take it out of context. See below why. That's what Isaiah put for somebody mm. quoting just a portion of what he said. So I'm going to do that, Isaiah. Unfortunately, yeah. my bad. You know, that's just how the media works. We just take a piece <laughs> of what you said and paint a narrative with it. So that's what we're about to do, Isaiah. So my apologies in advance. Um, when I was watching The Last Dance, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it with my family. And I'm thinking everything is good, Thomas said. <laughs> And then this guy comes on television and says he hates me. <laughs> it says he hates me. And then calls me an asshole. And then I proceed to watch the whole documentary about him being an asshole. I'm like, wait a minute. Talk out. Until I get a public apology, this beef is going to go on for a long, long time. Because I'm from the west side of Chicago. End quote. Mm. So, uh. That's that's why Isaiah said. What y'all what y'all think, man? Like, Did Isaiah shoot. just bang on MJ? It looks like it. <laughs> Isaiah he definitely just pulled out his set. Chicago car. He banged his set on MJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just think this is hilarious. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think this is hilarious. Listen, I don't condone brother on brother violence, right? I want to make that very clear for the audience. I don't condone two black men having hate in their hearts for each other. I don't condone that. But at the same time, these guys are beefing over hoop, and I think it's hilarious, man. <laughs> That's the competitive nature of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> we are 40 years removed, <laughs> almost. <laughs> from when they were competing at a high level on the court and they still got hate in their heart for each other for stuff that happened back when they were playing. Mm. I love it, man. Yeah. That's why that era gets a lot of points for me. There is just so much uh, uh, animosity towards each other. There were no super teams mm. in today's time. MJ and Isaiah Thomas would have joined teams and went to South Beach, right? <laughs> not these guys, not 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 in their primes, man. The uh uh the 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 story beef between MJ and, and Isaiah goes back to the Jordan rules, right? When they mm -hmm. were being extra physical with MJ, not letting them get anything. You know, MJ beefed up, overcame that. We all know the story. Mm -hmm. We all know the story. But my question to y'all though is this. Does Isaiah have a point? Is MJ taking this a little too far? I mean, we know, we, we yeah. heard the stories about how MJ didn't want Isaiah Thomas on the USA Dream Team. Isaiah Thomas was more than qualified to be on that team, should have been on that team. If I was Isaiah, I would have been hot at that time. Mm -hmm. But is this something that Isaiah should be over by now? Or is, is MJ 
continuously poking the bear. What do y'all think about that? What you think, Lee? Uh, so, so uh, j- just just for some context, I want to I want to show uh, I want to show, uh, show MJ and Isaiah's head to head matchup, just so just so we can know. So they played forty three games against each other. Wow. And uh, Michael's won nineteen games. Isaiah's won twenty four. Mm. All right. Um, mm. Isaiah's averaged twenty one and nine. And Michael's averaged thirty-two and uh, and and six, so and um, and five. So, mm. you know, these two have a, a very visceral uh, playing mm. history. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's 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 it's, and this is old school basketball. So the level of the competitive nature is extremely high mm-hmm. and extremely uh, volatile. Even you know. You can't put these two guys in a room and close the door, basically. You know? <laughs> it's going to be some furniture moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the words of shit. So, so, I mean, you know, I think it's all fun and games for these two. I don't think they take it too serious. I think mm-hmm. IT made a comment. You know, Michael Jordan might make a comment in two or three years from now, you know, saying a little something like, I love Isaiah, but, you know, we do have a competitive history. And the things that, you know, about, you know, him being mad about Team USA, they're just not true. I didn't intentionally leave him out of anything. That's probably what the narrative will be, right? And it will keep their beef relevant for the next 10 years again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that's really what this is. It, Isaiah can pull out the MJ card at any given moment and become relevant again. Mm. You know, whereas MJ doesn't need Isaiah to become relevant. So that's what I think this is really about. I think it's Isaiah wanting to throw his name back in the pot so that way he can get in some news headlines. Because why is he just now saying this? Why did he say when Scottie Pippen was airing his grievances out, right? And everybody was airing their grievances out on Mike. Where was Isaiah at this? You know what I mean? When it yeah, was like, did he Mike just watch season. it? Did yeah. he just watch the right. <laughs> There was a seat. There was an open mic season, and and it Isaiah chose to stand down. And now all of a sudden, you know, this guy wants to bloviate to some, you know, third party, you know, hoop site. And we're not having it. And and look, quite frankly, you know, Isaiah, that beef, that beef is about fifty years old. It's gonna stay where it's at, man. And you're gonna you're gonna do your part to keep it there. So. <laughs> See, I. I- I hear I feel like Skip Bayless with my with my seat hopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, for me, I think I'm on the other end of it because uh I feel for Zeke, man. Like from watching his interview with Magic Johnson, I learned that dude, he's a very emotional dude, man. Like he Absolutely. really just the tears were sincere. He 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 doesn't like not being liked. And then I saw right. some behind the scenes clips of the 75th anniversary thing where it's like Magic is in between. Magic's, you know, dapping up Mike in the line. And Isaiah is like kind of just like he's still friends with Magic, but he's hurt that's like Magic's cool with Mike still. And I could feel yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because he couldn't join that circle. He couldn't, he couldn't join, join in. Circle, right. And so I think that's that tough, yeah. I think that's over tough. time he gets he gets re-hurt, you know, right. with different narratives that come up. <laughs> this was a he can't go out- into that room. He can't go into he the room. He can't go into the room with MJ. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> and I 
I was actually watching John Sally on Shannon Sharp's podcast recently, and he was asked about it, and he illuminated to uh, how not only was Mike wanting to keep and people wanting to keep Isaiah out the room for the Dream Team, the league was literally trying to push this Utah Jazz Stockton Malone is the new thing narrative at that time mm. too. So they said we got to get right. Stockton in here because we want to push this this uh black white friendship narrative for the league you know what i mean stern was on his, in, right, on his yeah. Right. yeah stern was, was in his right. bag right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's just unfortunate for zeke because he's just on the outside looking in but man he was a great player like he deserves to be in the same room with these guys man so yeah i kind of feel for him to be honest with you but i do agree this seemed very random this seemed like but bro why are you just now bringing this up so i'm kind of you know, I don't Mark- know man I, I, Isaiah had a Isaiah had a nasty competitive nature. He did, and a mean competitive streak, and mm-hmm. it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. he was that guy that when he was losing, he pick up his ball and walk off the yard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And tell y'all if y'all want to play, come get it. Then you know what yeah. I mean? To tell y'all that he's the type <laughs> that would launch the ball, you know, into the water. You know, after you know, he can't buy a basket, basically. So, so I think that energy people still remember that. People don't forget how you make them feel. Yeah. You know, they may forget what you say, but now you make them feel. And I think wow. it Isaiah might have made a lot of people feel salt. Too. You know, there's a lot of people feel crunchy back in his heyday when he was thriving. You know. Yeah, it's a good point, Lee. That's a good point, Black. What you think? Any final thoughts, man? Yeah, I, I would liken. I would imagine that Isaiah's impact on uh, the NBA in that time is very akin to Chris Paul today. Mm. You know, this is the player that everybody loves to hate. Mm -hmm. So I I could definitely see Isaiah being that type of dude. Uh, And if you, I mean, he rubbed the wrong guy the wrong way. I mean, it's as simple as that. MJ is a made man. in the uh, But I would, I'll say, I would love for, them to both have a sit down talk with Louis Farrakhan and hash it out though. So we can get that love going. Right. So our community can get some love going in it. You know what I mean? Man, I love that, man. I like that transition too, Black, because we're going to be talking about uh, some things that's going on right now with the NBA players trying, you know, to have the back of one of their own. We're talking about Kyrie Irving and the, and the hot water he's been in recently. Uh, the NBA players are kind of starting to speak out on this this list of things that he needed to do to get back on the the court and so let's get into that let's get into some of the quotes and i definitely want to hear what you guys think when when it comes to topics like this you know i have a couple group group chats or whatever but this group chat these fellas right here i'm always interested to hear what their thoughts are on topics like this man because it's always very enlightening and very intellectual so uh, let's get to it, fellas. What what are we thinking about players standing with Kyrie Irving following the uh, controversy he was in? So yeah, I got we, the Jalen Brown quote. Uh, if you want, you want me to read that real quick, Black, and then or what, what were we gonna say, Black? I just wanted to preface this this whole topic by stating last week. You know, we kind of tongue and cheekily avoided this conversation. Uh, we hesitated. Right, we has uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, this is a, a, a very hot button uh topic that you know, if taken the wrong way, could offend people. And if you offend the wrong people, 
you lose everything. So, you know, we, we went into last week playing it close to the vest, but I do think it's important for us to have an open and authentic conversation about what's going on, especially within our community, because, I mean, that's who we're talking to here on No Hezzy, right? So I just want to preface this topic by saying, you know, we just want to have a, a dialogue uh, about, you know, what we're seeing and how we're feeling about what's going on. Uh, so, Leek, you know. Get to these quotes. Absolutely. Uh, so this is uh, Jalen Brown um, on the initial um uh, statement release about Kyrie's uh, uh, multi-step plan to getting back on the court. And uh, Jalen Brown says, I told you guys that I don't believe in sharing hurtful information. And I'll continue to, oh, th- oh I'm sorry. It's <laughs> this LeBron, is LeBron James. James. Wow. Uh- <laughs> I'm mistaking one black man for the next. Look at me. <laughs> are we going to, are y'all going to share your thoughts on bronze? Uh, information at some point though I, I definitely think that was important to this for sure yeah yeah i mean so we'll definitely be coming back to that <laughs> uh, why are you looking that up leak uh sorry mark no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. i just want to kind of give a timeline right so so about three weeks ago Kyrie posted a link uh to a documentary that he found on amazon right in doing so, that incensed some people, a certain community of people, uh, whom shall in this uh, case remain nameless. But this community was so enraged that immediately they went on the offensive, uh, assassinating Kyrie's character, uh, labeling him uh, anti-Semitic, uh, labeling that post to be endorsing hate speech, uh, misrepresenting who Kyrie was as a person. Uh, The media followed suit after that and essentially went in on Kyrie, you know, talking about other topics that he'd been uh, involved in in the past, i.e. the anti-vax sentiments that he expressed during COVID, um, the flat earth conversation. Mm -hmm. So they really went on all points bulletin in on Kyrie and his character. Um, Following up with the NBA suspending Kyrie for what they said was five games, well, really has been indefinite. Minimum of five games, yeah. Uh, right. they, they, uh, then released a list of demands that, uh, they wanted him to accomplish before returning back to the NBA to uh, essentially make, I got those demands right here. If you want to read those off, right. Uh, so they, they dropped the list of demands on, on Twitter. Uh, they wanted Kyrie to apologize slash condemn the movie. Pay 500k donation to anti-hate causes, which he did beforehand, and they denied. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want him to attend sensitivity training, to attend anti-Semitic training, 
meet with ADL Jewish leaders, meet with Josiah to demonstrate understanding. It's a whole lot, man. And again, I want to reiterate that he posted a documentary that he found on Amazon.com that anyone can find on Amazon.com, mind you. Uh, call f- uh, from Hebrews to Negroes. And if you'd like to find it, it's on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we can, we can get into the quote from Jalen Brown. I, I appreciate that rundown, Black. Yeah. So this is from Jalen Brown. Uh, he says, I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic. He says it plainly, cleanly. Uh, the terms for his return, they seem like a lot. And a lot of the players express discomfort with the terms. He made a mistake. He posted something. There was no distinction. Uh, Brown goes on to discuss how this is uncharted territory as far as the quote unquote promotion and uh, and um, and uh, you know whether whether somebody promotes something by posting it or not. Um, so this is something that they're going to be discussing with the NBA PA, I believe. Uh, yeah, MBPA, excuse me. So uh, so yeah, those, those are the quote from Jalen Brown. Um, and, and a lot of players, I mean, a lot, a lot of talking heads have followed suit from Jalen Brown's, uh, uh, initial stance. Jalen Brown was the first person to not publicly condemn Kyrie. He was the first person to say, I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic and, um, and that the terms are a lot. This is a lot, you know, to have him meet with so so so-called Jewish leaders, you know what I mean? To have him pay a, a five hundred donate five hundred k that's what it says donate, uh, and then to have him go through sensitivity training, anti semitic training, yeah, and then and then to meet with his quote unquote owner to display understanding, right, man, that's 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 that that's not a good look, mm-hmm. that's not a good look. A lot of a lot of uh, talking heads. Now that they've been empowered by Jalen Brown, they have referred to this as uh, some sort of buck breaking even. Mm. All right. We've got Stephen A. come out. Uh, we've had uh, Jason Williams, another talking head, come out. Uh, I'm not Shannon. sure if Kendrick Perkins, Shannon Sharp, he's mm. come out. Uh, you know, all these guys want to stand up for a brother now, you know, mm-hmm. which it's bittersweet because it's like, where were we all at initially? You know, when, you know, when, when this story first broke out, nobody was taking the position of, well, yeah, he posted a link and you can't post something that has those types of tropes. But we don't believe this is Kyrie's character. Mm-hmm. Kyrie didn't say anything anti-Semitic. So to put that label on him is, is disrespectful. And like Kyrie said, because he knows who he is, he's going to disassociate himself from any labels that you guys place on him. And, and no talking heads wanted to follow suit in that uh, due to their personal feelings about Kyrie and possibly uh, them even needing to keep some sort of uh, some sort of good standing with with uh, their handlers. Mm. So I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pull up like you wanted to get Stephen A. comment commenting on it, right? Well, uh, Leek, if we can, if you if you can, if we could go to uh, the Shack and Chuck comments first. Oh, that was kind of so the catalyst. We- so we can so we can we can okay. see how what the reaction was 
uh, right after Kyrie posted uh, the documentary. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll uh, we'll get we'll we'll just, we'll just like we'll just should we just let that should we just let that little clip run or what? Yeah, yeah. We I, I I'm I'm pretty sure that it, it's it's that segment of that show. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, absolutely. So uh, so yeah. Let's let's go ahead and get that thing. Uh, this is what this was the initial reaction from our brothers and sisters to Kyrie. Right. All right. So, uh, yeah, and, it, and it's it's tough to uh, it's tough to see this, but I'm gonna go ahead and play it, y'all. For Dell the other night, game. And if he's <laughs> thing out of the word promotion, that is promotion. If if on your social media, you say, "Boom, here's a link to this," that that tells me, "Hey, <clears throat> you should watch this." And I noticed how Ernie is basically telling Shaq and Charles what to say. Sorry, Ernie, but yeah. You're all over social media. Do you ever put something out there, Shaq? Look at what type of question is that? Of course, Shaq has it, right? He wouldn't be sitting next to Ernie if he did. I realized the power it had. I knew I had to be very responsible. Followers, platform, whatever you call it, I knew I had to be responsible. I... I try to make people happy. I try to make people smile. My, my formula has always been the same. 60% to make you laugh, 30% right. to inspire you, and 10% whatever I'm selling, I'm selling. You have to be have to be aware of what you're doing. And you have to be aware that sometimes when you put stuff out, not everybody's going to like it. Some some people are conscious, some people are not. I can tell he's not conscious. He doesn't really care what, what's going on. But us, I know that that you know the game that we used to love when we promote it brings people together and it hurts me sometimes when we have to sit up here to talk about stuff that divides the game now, now we got to answer for what this idiot has done uh you know i'm i stand for equality of all people i've always been like that don't matter what religion no matter where you're from i can say shalom salam alaikum me how say bone because that's how i was raised so i don't, I don't really want to sit up here and answer questions for what he's done you know, if you're looking at me, it's my job to make people happy. I, I, I can't speak for him and, you know, answer for, for you know, what he's doing. It's, it's obviously by his answers and the way he answers, he doesn't really care. Chuck? I think the NBA dropped the ball. In what way? Uh, I think he should have been suspended. Uh, I think Adam should have suspended him. First of all, Adam's Jewish. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. You're going to insult me. <laughs> You have the right, but I have the right to say, no, you're not going to take my $40 million and insult my religion. I think the NBA, they made a mistake. We have suspended people and fined people who have made homophobic slurs. Uh, and that, that was the right thing to do. I think if you insult the, uh, the black community, you should be suspended or fined heavily, depending. I saw they did the same thing to the kid in Minnesota this year when he made the gay slur. I think you should get suspended or fined. I think him acknowledging the Alex Jones things should have something should have happened with that too, because that dude's crazy. And I I can't believe that we ain't talking about that. We're talking about this idiot. And when you say when, when you if I say hey I'm agreeing with Spit this, it out, movie, this book or whatever, right. I'm agreeing with it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to put, I, first of all, you know, I don't do any social media, but 
when you're somebody as great as basketball like him, people going to listen to you what you say. Barkley sounds and so, drunk. And, and then you and there's some French people out there. <laughs> yeah. But like I say, I, I blame the NBA. He should have been suspended. And their conversations are continuing with the Brooklyn Nets. It's too late the NBA, now. But they're also looking no. at, look, they're looking no. at how do we move forward Ooh. at this so we it's don't too go late through now. this again. No, it's not too late it, to Ernie, say how do we prevent Ernie, this. It's not I think late. Kenny has somewhat of a neutral stance. It's too late. The NBA is giving in to peer pressure. Notice Kenny right. doesn't want to hop when, in there, you know, because right. like, he knows his stance is more neutral. Mm -hmm. and, he, and that's right not the current team. energy going on right now. Or, yeah, the, the Barkley currently is condemning Kyrie, If you right? just get, <laughs> give in to peer pressure, Charles Barkley's that's the problem I have. Speech. This should be already. Kenny, let's get into this. Go ahead. Well, firstly, if we're going to take what he says on a Twitter, we have to take everything he says. So right. if I, I'm going to take everything he says, I'm going, to, I'm going to believe that he doesn't support or any of the views or promote the views of it. He said it right in my face. I have to accept that. So I will believe that. There are people in this world who's done, in, in their art, have done great things that have said crazy things that we still listen to their music, we buy their paintings, we do their things, and you might take an excerpt of that and say, I believe in this. Okay, so I'll take that as it make from Kyrie Irving. But I also believe that the reporter did have a right to ask the question. Oh, sure. That's it. So, and that, that's really where the argument became. Do I have a, you don't have a right to ask me that question. I do believe that. And based on this, for Kyrie is that he has put himself as, he says, I'm the voice for some of the speechless when doing the COVID. So now he has transcended from mm -hmm. basketball and became a, an activist politically. So he, you will ask him that question based on some things that you may read. But I have to believe him also when he tells me that is, if I'm going to believe parts of it, I have to believe the totality. Look at you Ernie wanting to interject. I just right. think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lee, Lee, we just, we just stopped just right part here. part of this. I All mean, right. Hey, like also, said, why, uh, why are these brothers also, so scared? <laughs> did you, did you guys, <laughs> am I the only one who felt that? Like watching that, hey, they on, seem so on. scared one, one to speak thing. on this. Topic. Yeah, yeah. One more thing. One you more thing I want to put up real quick to go in context is uh, that this also came out recently. So, uh, so Shaquille O'Neal is the owner. Me. No, it's good. It's good. Shaquille O'Neal is the owner of uh, uh, Cineplex Cityplex Twelve in 2012, and uh, they they in the 2019 Cityplex Twelve did offer Showtimes. For Hebrews and Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that thirty percent he was talking about. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shaq's yeah. Theater basically promoted and showed, not only promoted but invited people and made money off of people coming in right. to watch Hebrews and Negroes. So Shaq, Shaq, Shaq is actually he's made he's made money off. Of not he only capitalized, that, Shaq off it, but Shaq of capitalized off of it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I think the craziest thing yeah. too, fellas, is like one, why why I feel the need to say anything? Like, uh, I forget who said it, but it was like it was a comedian talking about like the whole Jesse Smollett thing. And they were saying, uh, you know, he was just Molette was like, nobody, nobody supported me. Nobody spoke up for me. And it was like one of the comedians like, well, we didn't say anything that 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 was our way of supporting you. Like, so even if you're not right. going to like 
jump out the gate and have Kyrie's back, so to speak. Right. Why can't you just do more like a Jalen Brown and say, you know, I'm gonna reserve uh my thoughts for when I get more information, then I'll speak right. or then I'll have more education. But it seemed like these guys per like pretty much because of Ernie too, were forced to like you gotta have an opinion and you gotta then, take a side. Yeah, you gotta take a side right now, right now. And it's like we saw even uh Kenny was like, you know, a little more reserved, but he felt like I gotta say something, you know what He's I mean? Walking it's on like, eggshells. Yeah, it's like we don't always have to say something if it means we're going to beat down the person, like, why does it have to be the knee jerk, especially in our communities? Right. Like, man, we just, I'm just going to just, just, just lay into him because I feel that's what they want. That's what folks want me to do. And this is like, it's unfortunate. And then the number second thing that stood out to me is the fact that the list was leaked fellas, that right. this could have been, if that's what Kyrie had to do to get back into the, on the court, that could have been an in-house thing that only Kyrie knew he had to do. Right. But they strategically put that in, leaked it to whatever reporter, whatever aggregate hoop site. Shams to, or whatever yeah. his name is, right? Yeah. Shams, Shams because they wanted everyone to see. Yeah. We want everybody <laughs> to – there we go. We want everybody to see what he has to do. This is what we're going to put him through in order for him to – so I think there's, there's a conversation. Like, why did they have to do it that way? You know what I mean? So. I can answer that for you because whatever he posted galvanized the community that it was targeted or not even targeted towards, but who took offense to it and put out the word that Kyrie was on a no fly list. It's that simple. So they made it to where you either are for what we're talking about or you're against it. And these brothers know how their bread's buttered. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it at that. They're not trying to lose yeah. their jobs talking about Kyrie Irving. So he's an idiot <laughs> to them. Right. Right. Like you said, Mark, they weren't they didn't have an opportunity to not say anything. Mm. They were pretty much forced to speak on it. Yeah. Why? Because in media, they have us on payroll so that we could specifically speak about these issues mm -hmm. right so that they can look like uh they're diverse mm -hmm. and that they care about these issues when in reality they know that they can make us talk about whatever they want us to talk about mm -hmm. and right. we're seeing that with this situation one mm -hmm. thing i do want to point out leak before before i let you unload is what did Kyrie do what did Kyrie actually do to garner that type of reaction from Chuck and Shaq. What did Kyrie do to, to garner the dubbing of uh, anti-Semite or a hateful person? Because listen, we don't, uh, I don't agree with everything Kyrie says. I don't believe in everything Kyrie believes in, but from what I've seen from the brother, he does not seem like mm -hmm. a hateful person. Not and all. I think everybody could, agree with that at this point mm -hmm. that being said what did he do that garnered that type of reaction from people i think it was on the heels of the whole kanye thing like like Chappelle said yesterday mm -hmm. kanye got in so much trouble Kyrie got in trouble like it was just <laughs> everybody right. was on everybody was on on edge with with this kind of stuff and i think they just he got the worst of it even though he didn't really i mean come on it was a, nothing he did garnered 
to be called an idiot on national television by another brother. Like to me, that's just that's just ridiculous. I don't want to hear your backtrack after something like that. But go right. ahead, Lee. I'm 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 let you go. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> man, y'all making some great points. Uh, you know, you know this this is how I would assess the Kyrie Irving uh, posting the link situation and then him being deemed something after that that pretty much just obliterates his legacy and everything he stands for by labeling him a word, all right? So Kyrie posted a link, and then from there, because of what that link contained, or not even all of it, because of what a piece of that link contained, he was deemed hateful and anti-Semitic. Now, the thing is, you can go to a guy like Thomas Jefferson, who is recognized extremely high in our society, found uh, even given the founding even father. given props for founding electricity right is that is that what he's That's edison. notable for edison okay okay i forgot what jefferson is one of the guys who wrote the constitution right mm-hmm. yeah he's a president I think jefferson's a uh, he's a president yeah he's a founding father even i believe isn't yes he? he's yes. got a coin uh he's got a coin so <laughs> if you spend if you spend a coin that has jefferson's face on it then you would be anti-black because mm. Thomas Jefferson did own slaves. Mm. So if you promote Thomas Jefferson in any manner, you can be deemed anti-black and lose all your platforms. So let me <laughs> see somebody post Thomas Jefferson in any manner. A quote from him, uh, uh, a, a bill that he wrote, a link, uh, spend a uh, dime with his name, with his face on it. Anything you do that has Andrew, uh, has th- uh, Thomas Jefferson attached to it, you know what I mean? You got to go. That would be the equivalent. And that's not right. People don't do that. That's not a normal thing in our society. We don't look at JP Morgan Chase and say, if you bank there, if you hold your money there, then you're anti-black because JP Morgan Chase owns slaves. They insure slaves. So if you bank there, you'll be anti-black and you should lose, you should lose everything that you have. It just doesn't make sense. So, you know, that's how I would equate Kyrie posting a link from that video and then trying to throw all of the tropes onto him and label him something it's just not right and they only do that to people that look like us mm. and that, and that's just the honest truth the media does that only to people that look like us anybody else can post about all these great uh, uh great americans that have owned slaves in some way shape or form and they're not deemed anti-black or or that they're promoting uh hate speech mm. so it's just really interesting but I got to give flowers to Kenny Smith. Mm-hmm. I think that's been missed in all of this. Yeah, Nobody's mentioned Kenny Smith. He stood there on that platform and said, if we're going to believe what, what the doc says, then we got to believe everything of what Kyrie says. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie said he has no hate for anybody. He's not anti-Semitic. He accepts all walks of life, all creeds, all religions. He's he's uh you know he's he's basically said come on in you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's what Kyrie Irving said and Kyrie sounded more sincere when he said that than a lot of these talking heads that try to repeat those sentiments on their mm-hmm. platforms mm-hmm. so uh, you know I like when Kenny said that if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about one thing he said you got to talk about everything he said if you're gonna believe one part he said you got to believe everything he said and he didn't even say anything uh, he just posted something so mm-hmm. that's how I would look at it all but it is it is interesting. And powerful to see a lot of people come to Kyrie's aid. It it does have somewhat of a sour taste mm-hmm. because a lot of these guys did um, 
uh, promote the media's propaganda and attack on Kyrie Irving. And now all of a sudden, once one person articulates their stance very well, Jalen Brown, once he articulated his stance very well, left no uh, left no left no uh, flesh exposed to mm. be targeted with his statement. It was completely covered. It was armored. It was foolproof. You know, you couldn't deem him a hate a hate speech lover or anti anti semi lover right. based off of what he said. You know, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so I think that once once he showed, okay, this is how you would defend Kyrie if you felt like he was getting this this short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys took suit and followed up with that. So it's an interesting dynamic, but we'll see how this continues to go. But I just wanted to say Shaquille O'Neal is a huge – he's a Shaq-sized hypocrite right now. Yeah, All right. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I also want to add this as well. A lot of people threw blanket uh, labels on Kyrie and the documentary, right? But I didn't hear – anyone in the media mentioned the documentary again i'll do that it is from hebrews to negroes by ron dalton right yeah i didn't hear anybody mention i didn't hear anybody mention ron dalton jr right Mm -hmm. um and then also i didn't hear anyone actually mention the contents of the documentary People immediately heard that it was anti-Semitic and just brushed over the, the the contents and the information behind it and just ran with that narrative. So I do think it's important to, before we condemn, right, before we start throwing labels on people that could potentially ruin their careers and ruin their lives, to do our own research, not go based off what somebody told us Mm. it was, but actually do the work ourselves and judge for ourselves whether or not that was something that was hateful or something that you would consider to be information that's pertinent for your life. And I feel like that's with anything. But, But specifically in this case, I just feel like there were a lot of labels thrown out there without people doing their own due diligence. And I mean, we know why, right? Like you said, Lee, because that only happens when you look like Kyrie Irving and us, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think and, and Wait, Mark, I want to throw one more thing out there before we move on. Okay. This is, this is a dense subject. So, yes. you know, you, you, you can take as long as, as long as you can breathe, you know, you can, you can kind of go in on this, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm going to share another link. Uh, you know, I got to do it. You know what I mean? Since we play in this game, you know, since we, since we were in things like this, this is uh, white house dot white house history.org. All right. I didn't make this website up. I didn't, I didn't create this. I have not purchased a domain name by the name of white house history.org. I'm just going along with what I'm reading and researching like Kyrie's promoting everybody to do themselves as well. Slavery in the president's neighborhood. So this is an article on slavery in the White House. And um, let's see, uh, here we go. Uh, Which question, which US presidents own enslaved people? According to surviving documentation, at least 12 US presidents were slave owners at some point during their lives. 
George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson on a ten dollar bill, right? He's on, on ten dollar bill. Yeah, he's on something. One of them, yeah. Mark Van Buren, William. Hey, that's why we so broke as a people because we don't even know how much play. Mark Van Buren, <laughs> we don't even know who the money. You know? uh, William Henry Harrison. I'm just playing, y'all. That was that was that was me joking. Uh, James Polk, Zachary Taylor, Andrew Johnson, and Ulysses Grant. Uh, so, so this is saying that these people uh, own at some point during their lives. Uh, look, look at this. Which presidents relied on enslaved labor at the White House? According to surviving documentation, at least nine presidents either brought with them or hired out enslaved individuals to work at the White House. Well, you don't hire out enslaved people, right? I mean, these right. people can't say, uh, no, nah, I don't want that. I don't want that job. I'll, you know what I mean? Or, you know what? I'll take the job, but I need the first week off, you know? These, right, these people right, do not right. have the right to negotiate, all right? Right. So, how so much How much am I getting per hour? Agreeing. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the minimum wage for a slave? You know what I mean? Like that, those are questions that will come up at the interview for this, since they're hiring out. You know what I mean? Uh, it's enslaved workers. So Thomas Jefferson, James Madison. Listen, if you listen, the U.S. presidency is anti-black. If you if you mention the U.S. presidency to me in any way, shape, or form of a positive nature. I'm going to deem you anti-black and I'm going to try to get your platforms removed. And I'm going to come up with a six-step program. You have to show me and complete a side quest in order for us to us to deem you fit to make uh, further public opinions. Because the U.S. presidency is anti-black. It's owned slaves. It's hired out slaves where they did not have the option whether they wanted to work or not. So since since you know, since we're doing this association game off of one point of somebody's career or life or a post or a tweet, right? U.S. presidency is anti-black and I stand on that, all right? I stand <laughs> on that. And I want somebody to come and prove to me why the U.S. presidency is not anti-black when they owned and hired out, with no option, by the way, slaves. And we know who those slaves were. They look like Kyrie Irving, all right? Man, this is a this is a definitely a deep combo, man. We definitely gonna keep an eye on this one. We lost then. some, we lost some, uh, some listeners. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you know, hey, you you gotta be able you gotta be able to follow the logic on that. You know, what I mean? yeah, you really right, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, we're gonna do like a hard turn. Uh, we definitely gonna be circling back and, and keeping an eye on this this topic because I don't think it's over. But we're gonna do a hard turn and lighten the levity a bit. We're gonna be talking about the new NBA city jerseys, uh, and we're gonna talk about what we think. I thought some of these looks were really dope. Uh, is this? I got to ask y'all: Is this something that they're gonna that they switch up every year? I think they, I think so. I think, okay, I think they've done one of these each year, at least since Nike's been back on the at the helm for jerseys. Okay, okay. So, what's the standouts here, y'all? Which ones y'all liking, and which ones y'all hating? I guess we can do it that way. Uh, I'm instantly Man. rocking. I'm instantly rocking with the Houston uh, joints off top. Let me see. I yeah. always loved. I always yeah. loved the uh, the classic pinstripe uh, blue, red, white, mm -hmm. silver uh, jerseys. When uh, going back to Steve Francis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that's Mario uh, Ellie's jersey actually <laughs> with the seventeen. Yeah, that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 the goon guard I, I, himself. <laughs> 
I really like that colorway a lot. Yeah. I'm digging to Miami. Man. Miami's always a good time. I like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, looking, Miami looking psychotic with the okay. letter fonts. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Real I TikTok. Giving Dahmer. Yeah. Giving Dahmer. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Heath Ledger. It's given cereal. It. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Mine Hunter. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'll tell I you which ones like I'm a, not feeling. Yeah. yeah, I'm not feeling Sacramento's jerseys. Really? I, I, like Sacramento yeah, they, has one job every year. Sacramento has one job. Give me the 2000, 2001, 2002 throwback jerseys. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. They always trying to get cute and it's like on, create a whole joint with the Kings uh, on it, right? The joint with the Kings on it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They always trying to create a new fan favorite. Uh, years ago, they had the little gold six man jersey. Yeah, nah. like just stick with the colorways that work, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I'm sorry. I hate it. I'll give you that, and I I'll like see you. Yeah, I'll see you the Bucks jersey. That's a hard no for me. I'm not digging that up in that top yeah. right. Is that Bucks up there top top right corner? No, nah, that's gold. Uh, Under the no hezzy. That would be the. That's oh, that's gold state. That yeah, go and stay. Yeah. yeah, that's Draymond. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't, I'm not feeling that one. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> that is trash. Um, all right, all right, I do like we the. Do uh, Sorry, Lee. I, man, I, say, I, I can't. We... I can't even get a jersey out, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> like, all I want to do is say what jersey I like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently, it don't matter. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not rocking with you. Too, go ahead, man. Black man. What nah. you got, man? No, I was just going to say, maybe it would be easier for us to just go down the line and give our takes okay. on the jerseys. Let's yeah, we it. could do that. Yeah. Who who go wants ahead, to start? You go. You started off. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Is that right? I have the floor. I didn't like your comments on Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Remove so you try, so you silence me. <laughs> I'm trying to hush you. You're... <laughs> All right, all right. So, uh, so Atlanta, I think that's nice. It reminds me of that. It's the peach, the peach tree kind of theme. Reminds me of the show Atlanta or the end or the rolling credits mm-hmm. on a lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celtics jersey doesn't move the needle. It's pretty bland. Brooklyn, uh, I mean, it's pretty bland as well. Even though it has some flair, they've kind of been doing this already. Uh, Charlotte, that's that's interesting, but that CLT, I'm not feeling that. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, what it, what is it, the, C- is that the abbreviation for them? Like, is that a thing? I mean, it's, it's supposed to be CHA, but they're trying an alternative abbreviation. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I like the colors, but I'm not feeling that CLT. That's just weird to me. Uh, Chicago's is fire. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's is yeah. decent. Dallas is fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver is decent. Houston, I like that. Pacers, I like that. L.A., I like that with the uh, font around the – I mean, the colors around the L.A. Mm-hmm. font. That's the Clippers, right? Uh, yeah, it's the Clippers, the Clippers yeah. yeah. Uh, Those are kind of hard. I ain't going to front. Yeah, yeah, the Lakers. Oh, yeah, that, that's pretty nice. Memphis, I like that. Miami, ah. Milwaukee, ah. Minnesota, ah. Thunder <laughs> looks pretty much what they usually do. Orlando right. looks oh. like a normal Orlando jersey, right? Right. No uh, changes. Portland. That's interesting. Portland is interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, 
I really like, honestly really like that colorway. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I do too. It's like it's like the yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, man. I I'm I don't we don't see that often. Not even in like any sport acts. That's like a mm-hmm. hockey kind of like a San Jose yeah. Sharks kind of thing almost right. with uh Brotherly Love. Uh Phoenix, that's interesting too. Sacramento. Yo, that Philly jersey I is trash. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say Sacramento is I wouldn't say Sacramento's is great, but it's not horrible. But mm. it it just like why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh the Spurs one, that one's pretty interesting. Toronto looks like a normal Toronto jersey. Mm-hmm. Washington, I don't know what they were thinking with that. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, I think a more efficient way, since I already went, I think I think we could just I think I can mention the jersey. And then from there, y'all, you know, y'all both just go back to back on it, and then we'll just keep it moving down the line. Because I think you yeah. probably could have did like that the first way. Okay. So, uh, so what do you, what do y'all think about this Atlanta joint? Filling that one for sure. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Celtics. Uh, Celtics. Uh, mid. I don't like that dark mid, green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Brooklyn? Go ahead, go ahead, Mark. I'm, I'm feeling the Brooklyn joint. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's it's got the. It's giving Basquiat, you know? yeah. Basquiat <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, I rock with Absolutely. it. It's cool. Uh, uh, Mark Charlotte. No, I don't like the CLT. I do like the pinstripe kind of, but they do that anyway. So, man. Black. I'm rocking with them. I can't front. <laughs> I, I don't understand the CLT, but that's not going to uh, ruin the rest of the jersey for me. Mm-hmm. I, I like the colors. Word, word. I like the, the pinstripes. And obviously the Jordan insignia doesn't hurt, yeah, right? Yeah, it's nice. Right. <laughs> Mark, Chi-Town. I like the Chi-Town. It kind of stays true to the original, so I like that. Black? Yeah, that looks like the OG, like 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 MJ's first run, mm-hmm. you know, like when he got drafted. Or, yeah, the game. 80s, yeah. Mm-hmm. The land Mark is dope. I like Cleveland. that one. I like that one, too. That's a good one. Everything looks good when you're playing well, so I'll go with those as, yeah. as a positive too. <laughs> yeah, Mark Dallas. Dallas just seems throwback to me. I love that one, man. I like that. All right, I'm actually I'm not rocking with it. I don't like the, fun, the wow. Dallas font. I don't like the Dallas font. I'm sorry. We might have silence you for that opinion, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You got your own little trope going on there, you know. Uh, Mark Denver. I like the Denver. I definitely like the Denver. Detroit. Yeah, are, that's okay, the little uh, Abdul uh, Mahmoud Raouf. Right, joke, right. That's right? the cancel. The cancel. The cancel edition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rock with that. That's the Dikembe Dikin- joint. Right. Uh, uh, Mark, Detroit. Horrible. Uh, that's probably the worst one for okay. me. I'm yeah. lost. Black. I'm yeah. lost. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't give an opinion on that one, but yeah, that is that is crazy. I, mean, I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that either. Uh, Isaiah, Thomas, Isaiah Thomas drafting up a a, a comment, right? <laughs> uh, I don't like the Warriors jersey. That's probably second worst. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, my question is, how are you even supposed to see the little flower part when they tuck in their jerseys? Right? Yeah. Right. Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, would, I would. I would consider this. I would consider this jersey uh, like those anime button ups that people used to buy. You know, what I mean? yeah. Like, it's just extremely tacky. Extremely right. tacky. Basura. Uh, Mark. Yeah, right. Mark <laughs> Houston. Loving that one. Loving the Houston jersey. 
Yeah, I got no qualms with that. I got no qualms with the Houston joint. All right. Pacers, I don't like. I don't like the Pacers. I prefer the Hickory joints. Give me those. I like those too. Yeah, I like those too. Black. (laughs) Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at these. It's kind of like, it's it's scary vibes. You know what I mean? Like very very fearsome with the color palette. So I'm not mad at it. Love the Clippers Uh, jersey. That may be the. Yep. Yeah, that might be one of the top ones for me. I like that one. Man, it would sure be nice to see Kawhi Leonard in one of those. <laughs> Mark, LA. Lakers. I'm not a huge fan You're of You're not going to give me that link? You're not going to give me it? <laughs> no, no, I can't give you that. that. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of anything not original when it comes to the Lakers for some reason. I'm just not. Okay. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Trash. <laughs> Memphis looks okay, pretty okay. good. I, I could rock with Memphis. That one's pretty solid. Man, but, they were just wearing these the other night, uh, playing yeah. in Minnesota, and they look dope. I ain't gonna front. That's they a look good nice look, on huh? the court. Yeah, yeah, they look they look dope on the court. Uh, Mark uh, Miami, you, you already kind of mentioned you like this one, right? Yeah, I like that one. I definitely rock with that one. Okay, black. Uh, it's it's a no for me. <laughs> I could just okay. see Tyler Hero. Uh, in 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 the bathroom of a supermodel's house, going up off off the powder or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not rocking with it. Wearing yeah, wearing yeah. one of those, yeah, yeah, uh, with no uh, shirt Mark, on. Mark, <laughs> right, yeah. The Mark, uh, with some uh, with some over the with some above the knee shorts, Mark. Uh, right. uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, I like the Milwaukee one. It's it's, it's nice, man. Give me Luau Cinder vibes okay. for some reason. Black. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Black. laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'm not rocking with. I don't like the color. The color okay. clip. Okay. Uh, Mark Minnesota. Yes, I like that color for me. I like that. I like that one. Okay, Mark Black. Uh, yeah, I like it, but I just I'm trying to figure out what it has to do with the Timberwolves. Yeah. Like yeah. some of these flips, uh, uh, I'm just like lost. Yeah, like what's the inspiration behind it? Like, right. It feels like the Minnesota baseball team colors to me. I could be wrong. Like the man. Twins. The Twins. Is it giving me tw- no Twins or something different? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It oh, has no, to have overall, some relevance. Yeah, over overall, you know, relevant or not, it is mid. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, Thunder. Uh, Mark the Thunder jersey. Thunder look regular to me, just a different color. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Black. I'm not rocking with it either. Yeah. Okay, man. Hey, you know what? That that's. So that's wild because you know usually a black jersey with these types of these type of like accent colors, you know, with the blue or the red, like usually that goes over pretty well, you know. What yeah. I mean? So yeah. it just shows how how uh, how how worn out we are. The Thunder's like, you know, tactics as far as like jer- loud jersey colors. Yes, like, right, right. You yes. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, all these alternate versions that they have. We're just kind of over that. We're kind of over that narrative at the point, right? Yo, they've right. been. The Thunder have been in existence for like five seasons, and they've already had like thirty jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> you know what right, I mean. Right, right. Like we've Absolutely. seen it all. Uh, Orlando is, looks uh, regular to me. Not not moving the needle. Yeah, yeah I Black. think they're I, I think they're banking on Bancaro. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll keep it at that. Absolutely. Can you blame them at this point? Nah, right? nah, right. <laughs> you can't. 
the, uh, Mark Portland. The Portland one stole the show for me. It was on most of the social media stuff I was seeing. I, to me, that's the best one. The PDX is a little weird. I mean, what does the X mean? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, P- yeah. I don't I'm get the X, sure, but the color is dope. The jersey just is phenomenal. Aside from that, uh, I yeah, believe that's, that's what their into. airport, their airport abbreviation is PDX. I believe. Okay. 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 Uh, but I, I, yeah, I think these are hard. Mm-hmm. Like the color pops, man. The yeah. the black with the with the turquoise, man. I, I think they're gonna look dope on court too. So yeah. I, I think these Absolutely. are probably these are hey, they they're running for the best. Yet, huh? I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, I don't think they have. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mark the Philly jokes. Uh, to the one of the worst. One of the worst. It's definitely kind yeah. of just bland. Yeah, black. Yeah, this doesn't work for me whatsoever. Yeah. Like, what were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that font is horrible. Yeah. That font is horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Mark, uh, Suns. Phoenix, uh, I'm not really feeling that, man. They already do too much. Similar to Thunder, they do too much already. This is just another right. just extra move. Right, right. Yo, this, black... is a, this is a reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a reach. I'm not rocking with it whatsoever. Yeah, Kings. Yeah, I actually like don't mind. We're gonna go loud. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like they're they're trying to uh, they're trying to tune out Ro- uh, Robert Sarver uh, news. <laughs> right, right. That jersey, right. right. By adding a lot of color. You know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> they want it to look more diverse. You know. What I mean? <laughs> right, right. It's like it's like their siesta joint. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the Kings did the exact opposite of that, right? Like they right. said, no, we don't want color. You know, we don't want any type of noise. We want to have a quiet city jersey. What do you think about that, Black? Uh, it's a no for me, man. Like I said, bring back the throwback joints or don't change jerseys. Yeah. The initial and change. Mark, you, you, yeah. Mark, you made a comment on that. I, I, I didn't quite catch it. What was that again on this Kings joint? Uh, I like the ones, the initial change from the Royal Blue Mitch Richmond joints. That first, mm. like C Web's first run, give yeah. me those, right? Yeah, give me those the little checkerboard joints. Yes, yeah, these I'm I like not really that. Feeling. Uh, and then you got the uh Spurs joint, Mark. Uh, uh, I'm up in the air, man. I, I, I'm undecided on that one. What y'all think, man? Black, I would say this is probably my favorite one. Mm. Just because yeah. of the, just yeah. just because of the, I like that. I've always liked the that turquoise green as the base color for a jersey, like the Pistons yeah. one, the Memphis one. Like mm-hmm. th- for some reason, I like that as a base. Yeah, it pops. Um, yeah, and I think we've seen them use that color before too. At some mm-hmm. point, I think mm-hmm. they had something like like a couple of years ago or something like that. But uh, yeah. uh, Mark Toronto, Toronto basic, not impressed. Yeah, like it looks like OVO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say yep. it does feel like OVO. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, that, and that, listen, and that doesn't move the needle over here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in the states. Yeah, uh, Washington is <laughs> not over here. Yeah, yeah, Washington is terrible. One of the worst. Okay. Yeah, black. Yeah, I, they just lightened the like they changed the the gradient. A little bit on the uh on Photoshop to make it a little right, right, right. <laughs> same exact jersey, the same jersey as the white one, right? Just, yep. just right. Just, 
just adjusted the gradient. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fellas, we're almost out of here, man. We hope that everybody's enjoys the episode. But before we get gone, I definitely want to review our tank watch to see uh, what do we think. Uh, I'm pleasantly surprised at the teams that we thought were going to tank. They're, they seem to be really performing well. And the teams we expected to do well find themselves in at the bottom. So in tank what do you, position. Yeah. What do you guys <laughs> think about uh, Tank Watch? Man, with, Houston, narratives? Is, Houston is going to find themselves in the top three again. Mm. That's pretty Ooh. wild. Honestly, the NBA lightweight has to do something about that. I ain't going to front. Yeah. Because it, it's not like they're not trying. They're just not good. I was watching them last night. I mean, they they kept up, um, they kept up pretty well, but like they're just not gonna win games. Like you could just see it at the end of the game, they just don't right. have the experience in order to get over that hump. So I think them. I also want to throw this narrative out, y'all. Don't be surprised. I know Melo just came back, but don't be surprised if right. Charlotte is in that hunt. Mm. Mm. Don't be surprised if Charlotte gets Wimbang Yama. Yeah, that'd be actually good, man. Hey, uh, I, I so I, I see that the you know Houston is there. The Lakers are right behind them. Yeah, they they've won two games as well, and 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 New Orleans has their pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we have to entertain the idea at this point of pairing Wimbang Yama, <laughs> uh, uh, you know Victor. <laughs> You know, V Dub, you know, for you know, that might be a good nickname for V Dub, you know. Uh with with Zion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean at this point, crazy. At this point, with with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum and Zion. You know? So uh Charlotte, I do think Charlotte's gonna end up sliding and 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 probably being worse than both of those teams potentially. I can see that very well. But uh, but yeah, man, this this tank watch is is going on strong. You know, you got you got you know four teams with three with three or less wins. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. So and in Charlotte and Troy even have a lock, almost as if they're a lock to be a top five <laughs> top five lock. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's what it's insinuating or what, but that's that's appropriate though. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that too. Like, what is what are they trying to say with that? Right. <laughs> all right well fellas man we had a lot that we covered on this episode um it was great to 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 definitely be on with you guys any last thoughts any final words before we close on out uh black we'll start with you man i just want to say uh make sure no hezzy community make sure you guys lock in make sure you like the video make sure you share the video make sure you subscribe and also, man, click that notification bell so that we can buy cameras that look as good as Marcus's, man. <laughs> right. I need money, y'all. Right. Okay? That's what this is about. All right. Lee, what about hey. you, man? Hey, man, this was a very dense episode. You know what I mean? Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I think the moral of the story is, you know, do your Googles. You know, I think, I think that's what – that's what this episode represents to me. You can find out so much just by Googling something. <laughs> so uh, this is my dog, Mello. She want to say hi to y'all. Can I say hi, Mello? What's up, Mello? Mello. Mello. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Not not named after the the uh, the OTL player. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Mark, final thoughts. Man, uh, final thoughts. This league never ceases to to amaze me, man. There's always so many narratives, and we're gonna be talking about them all right here on the No Hezzy Hoopcast. So stay locked with us, y'all. Do us a huge favor. Like and subscribe on whatever platform you're viewing this. YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify or any podcast platform, leave us a five-star review because that helps us stay active in the algorithm, y'all. We're trying to build this thing up. So we appreciate y'all. Until next time, we out. Peace. Peace.